Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hello and welcome to Netflix, your weekly guide to everything that's coming out on Netflix this week. And this week we're going to hit up End of the Effing World, which is the Channel 4 produced uh, TV show, which is based on the graphic novel. Um, season 2's now been released on Channel 4, uh, which hasn't hit Netflix yet, but uh, it's coming out within the next year or so. But uh, Netflix has got it worldwide. Uh, so this week I'm joined by... Hayley Anson. I'm a TV reporter at The Express as well. And I'm Callum Cromlish. And this week we'll be talking to you about why you need to be watching End of the Effing World right now. Barney Kinkle, the only person you're going to scare is yourself! Charlie! What are you oh, doing? Keep the noise down. <gasps> what are you doing here? Maze! Just in time. There's a whole load of police here. Take the word, you're gonna hurt yourself. Or someone else. <laughs> How many children are you friends with? So, Hayley, hello. Thanks Hi. for coming along. Thank you. Thank you for taking me. of the Effing World, the first season. Let's start off there. That kind of came out of nowhere, and it was really, it was not at all what I expected, and it was really uh, kind of a little bit groundbreaking. It was this really edgy Tarantino. 30-minute per episode show, uh, Channel 4 produced, like I said, and it was just ridiculous. Um, you, you watched the first season? I absolutely loved it. I didn't expect to like it as much as I did. Mm-hmm. I just I was randomly just like scrolling through Netflix, and then I just found it. I was like, okay, bored one day, I might as well just watch it. Sure. And then I just binge watched it in one day. And, and it's it so amazing. easy to. Yeah. yeah. It's just like, I think it's because it's just like, it's short. Yeah. It's only like, was it like 20, 30 minutes, if that? Yeah. And just like, and I think it was so, like you said, it was groundbreaking. It was so interesting. I think the way that they film it is very interesting. It's so different from anything that I've seen before. Mm. And I think the characters are so engaging. And I think that's what kind of like, now everyone, there's sort of like a cult following now, I kind of think. Absolutely, yeah. So it stars um, Jessica Barden, who plays Alyssa, and Alex Lawther, who plays James. Uh, and uh, they're sort of this renegade, on-the-run uh, teenage duo who... James thinks he's a psychopath and he wants to kill someone. Alyssa's just like, get me out of my life. I hate it. Um, They stumble, spoilers for the first season, by the way. Uh, They stumble across a man who's been doing horrific things to women and he's, it's alluded to that he's a serial killer. So they end up killing him via self-defense. They go on the run. It kind of all spools out into this weird and wonderful story that you you, you don't expect it to no. go where it goes at all. You're watching these, hor- like, on paper, they're like horrible characters. They're like real, <laughs> real not nice people. And then you kind of just grow to love them. Yeah, I don't think I'd like to meet them. I'm not oh, sure God if I no. would. I don't think I'd like to actually, like, speak to them. Because yeah. I think even just like Alyssa, even though I love her as a character, I think she'd get really on my nerves. I think she'd be really irritating. James is just really quiet. But because I think you've got that internal monologue where you get to hear their thoughts mm. as well and you get to understand the characters more, I think that's why people grow to love them in the end. I don't understand like how that works because you're told yeah. from day one, like show don't tell. Don't sit there saying, oh, this is what XYZ is yeah. thinking. James has literally got a voiceover saying, I didn't know what that meant. And like, <laughs> I'm not inferring that from his acting. Like he's, It's literally being told to me, but it yeah. works so well. Yeah, which is weird. Because I think that it's never... I don't think it's ever been a show that's been like that, that's yeah. been filmed in that way. 
And I think that's what makes it stand out so mm. much. And I think just like, oh, so when there was a second series, I heard that was coming out. I was like, oh my God, I didn't know where it was going to go. This after the ending of the first season, obviously. Perfect segue. Yeah, um, so <laughs> Very good at this. <laughs> so the second season was announced like, oh, what, like, three weeks ago a month ago maybe Um, we all kind of lost our minds a little bit because as you said we didn't know there was going to be a second season and uh, for background uh, End of the Effing World was based on a graphic novel of the same name uh, and where the first season ended also so did the graphic novel end so there's no more story there and uh, Charlie Koval who's the uh, sort of head writer of the series she um, then had to sort of you know progress the story how would these characters this is uh, all from her imagination exactly this is nothing to do with the graphic novel now yeah exactly and it you wouldn't ever know i don't think personally like no i think the way because obviously we went to the screening of the Mm. first couple episodes and i was a little bit skeptical at first because i thought because the ending of the first season it was it ended so perfectly i just thought oh you can't really top that i thought that was the end of it Mm. so i was a little bit thinking uh is this going to be any good yeah but when we saw it i was very surprised it was brilliant i loved it So, again, spoilers for the end of the first season. Um, James uh, sort of knocks Alyssa out, knocks her down, and he takes the blame for the the murder. And he goes on the run uh, for like five minutes, and then he gets shot, and then it ends. And that's it. That's all you're left with. You're left to think, does he die? Is he alive? Does he get caught? Like, you know, there are a million ways. Yeah, there are a million ways his story could go. Um, And uh, this second season sort of progresses that even further but the most interesting thing to me um for the beginning of season two was you instantly get a cold start with a brand new character yeah um so you get introduced or viewers get introduced to bonnie who is naomi aki and she is in the new star wars movie which is just something that now oh, you I know, didn't know that, actually. yeah um <laughs> and uh, so bonnie is a young lady with uh, a really troubled home life she gets wrapped up in a really abusive kind of relationship with um clive cock who's the man who was killed in the first season and then that's how this is sort of all wrapped around yeah yeah um and i thought her introduction was really good because it's it's got that perfect uh uh, splice of um dark comedy and just really horrific stuff it felt like the end of the effing world it felt like it it didn't feel like oh this is a new show almost which it could have done because obviously like the first season was just based on the graphic novels obviously but it felt like, oh, it was it was connected. Mm. And I think it was really interesting, the fact that they started off with Bonnie's story as well. So they didn't tell you about, mm-hmm. oh, what's going to happen with James and Alyssa. They didn't tell you like anything of that. They just went straight into this new character, which I think could have been a bit risky. Absolutely. But I think because she's so engaging and she's so quite terrifying, really. <laughs> <laughs> I think just like I think that's why people are hooked now. So the first season of the show, she walks into a convenience store and the guy's like, "Oh, I think I know you. What have you been doing?" And she's like, oh, "I was in prison. I killed someone." And then he's laughing because he doesn't know he's whether like, she's yeah, serious or yeah, not. Of course she was. And she <laughs> was like, "No, I meant to." <laughs> um, yeah, no, I don't think he expected that. <laughs> a really good like deadpan from her. I think it's hard <laughs> she to. Was brilliant. I think I think throughout. So I've watched the whole season, yeah. uh, and I think throughout it, I kind of like slept on her a little bit because there's not a lot. of it looks like there's not a lot of acting on her part, but really she's doing so much work to just be the most deadpan throughout the whole season. It's really good. She's amazing. Things when we saw the first two episodes, obviously there was a Q and A with the mm. cast afterwards as well, 
And then Naomi, the actress, she was saying about like how tense her body mm. was throughout the whole thing. So then she was just like, oh, was it, it was exhausting just yeah. like carrying that like weight all day. And then afterwards, she'd be like, she'd just like be in a funk mood afterwards <laughs> just because like it was so hard. And I think like you said, like it doesn't look like she's doing that much, but she really is to yeah. keep up that sort of like body language that she's doing. I think for me, starting the season with her story only really works because of like the streaming generation that we are. Yeah. Because the whole season's dropped on Channel 4 or Netflix or wherever you are, um, I can instantly then watch the ne- next episode. Whereas if this was a weekly show... Do you think people would not be as interested if it was... I'd be disheartened, you know, because I'm like, oh, what happened to James? Is he alive? Is Alyssa in prison? Like, what the hell was going on? And then if my first episode was Bonnie, which again, great character, but not the characters I was there for originally... And then I have to wait seven days. I'd be like, come on, guys. Yeah, but at the same time, I think because Channel 4, they were double billing it. Absolutely. So they're doing it all this week, I think, till tomorrow. I yeah. Think, till Thursday. So I think... Yeah, you're right. Yeah, um, yeah because they were telling own back-to-back episodes. Yeah. Then I think that's why it kind of worked. Mm-hmm. I think if they didn't do that, then I do agree. I think if it was just like one a week, then I think you would have lost interest. But I think because they had Bonnie and straight away they explained, yeah. oh, here's what's happening with Elizabeth mm-hmm. and James, then that kind of made sense. Yeah, so last night we turned it on, uh, my wife and I, and we just watched all eight episodes from start to finish. And like, it was just so, it was so good, As a, uh, which is also what we did with End of, End of the Effing World 1. Uh, and it just works as a package. But also I think if you did three episodes and then another one, like it would... St- Every episode is such a well-written, contained story in the overarching plot that it's just, it's so well done. Um, okay, we're going to go point of no return here. Okay. If you don't want to get spoiled for any more <laughs> End of the Effing World Season 2, then you have been warned. This is your last <laughs> chance. So I hope you do carry on listening, but yeah, if no, you please, don't, please then please I, listen, I do completely understand why. <laughs> so, James, he's alive. Da, da, da. They kept it, well, <laughs> they kept it so secret and it was awesome. And they even said in the it. Q&A, like, oh yeah. my God, I haven't been able to say anything for like over two years. I know, we're just like, thank goodness <laughs> we can actually shout out, James is not dead. Yeah. <laughs> I thought, I was half and half because I did think, oh no, they're definitely going to bring him back. But then I think from the trailer, then the first episode with Bonnie, and then obviously like James wasn't shown until like a little bit later in the second episode, yeah. I kind of thought, ah, okay, maybe he's dead. And then maybe I kind of like thought he might, come back maybe like in a flashback kind of sense rather than actually physically him Mm. and it would just be like following like um Alyssa's journey yeah but when he came I was like oh thank goodness I know (laughs) um and yeah uh, he's he's like an entire I feel like he's an entirely different character in this season he's uh I need to be careful what I say because of where are you on it I'm only on episode four okay oh god oh no no it's fine I'm not no I'm not gonna I'm not gonna spoil anything but it's just it's if if you were to watch season one and then season two back to back, you would see, I think, like a night and day difference with James. I, no, actually, to be fair, I think from what I've got so far, yeah, if I'm thinking about how, back to season one, like mm. early season one. Like he was just like, I'm going to kill someone, I'm yeah. a psychopath, I don't care about my life. In this yeah, one, he's a one, bit more like... I think like even in the first, I think the second episode or something, like he's crying because yeah. obviously like with Alyssa and stuff. Absolutely. So I think, yeah, he's obviously much more in tune with his emotions i think he's more he's definitely more human and i think especially in the episodes i've watched anyway he's quite i think he's quite cute he's yeah. quite sweet and i think when he sees like i call Alyssa again i think he like he does like a little smile and i'm like oh uh, there's a line oh, in he that really loves her. where he says um where he sees where he sees Alyssa through the cafe and he says like somehow seeing her from afar like made it yeah. all better or something it's it was just so like, sweet yeah he was really good and i think uh i've lost his name again alex lothar yeah alex yeah. yeah uh i think he's so good again with these like really subtle performances he doesn't do loads he's a lot of weird facial expressions and he's just really weird kid uh but he's just so good in it i think none of them 
I think all of them are great, don't get me wrong, I think they're fantastic actors, but I think it does, it says a lot about the filming and the writing yeah. as well. I think it's both. I think the whole thing is such a spectacle to watch. I think it's just like, like I said, it's like nothing I've ever seen. And I think just like, I think that's why it works. I think that's why season two, I think, is going to be really just as popular as the first one. Yeah, I could, I would say this is like a more tightly woven series. Because okay. uh, I know the first season was after the graphic novel and everything, but um, I feel like that maybe had like a couple weird loose ends. Because we had the, the lady that was in Game of Thrones as well. She was the detective and we saw a lot oh, of her. Yeah. And then that kind of went nowhere. Yeah. Uh, but this one, I feel like it's a lot, a lot tighter. Okay. And um, yeah, James's character in particular is really good, but... The real reason I'm here is Alyssa. Her character throughout this whole thing, again, not spoiling anything. <laughs> it's so good. It's so good. And Jessica Bardin's like unbelievable. She's honestly, she's so funny and just like she so lovable. Mm. I think just like obviously when we was at the Q&A and she was just, she was making everyone just like crack up laughing. Yeah. And she was just, she was just a genuine person. Yeah. And I think her acting in it is just like, it is outstanding. She's a brilliant character. So when so we... So when we meet Alyssa again, she has been um, sort of run off with her mum. Her mum's broken up with her husband and uh, they've gone to live with uh, her mum's sister, I believe. Yeah. And now she works at a cafe owned by her aunt. So in which this I, time... I was about to say, which is quite funny, actually, because of the first season. Exactly, yeah. And they <laughs> reference that as well. to the other waitress. I know, I love that bit. Really good. Um, <laughs> and then in... Because of that, she's like working this kind of dead end job and she's like hating her life again. And she meets this guy named Todd and Todd, seem, Todd seems really nice. I love Todd. He's, he's genuinely like a really nice I guy. I had to write a story about this earlier. Really? And about Todd, who the actor is Josh Dillon. And he was in Mamma Mia 2. Shut up. Yeah, he was young Bill Anderson, the guy on the boat. No. I didn't realise this until I read I was like, oh my gosh. Todd was a catch. I know, he was great. I really fancied him <laughs> in Mamma Mia 2. So I was like, Alyssa. wow. Alyssa's got the boat. Um, <laughs> the boat boy. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'd like to see like a mashup of Mamma Mia and End of the Effing World. Well, Melissa dancing. Yeah, dancing queen. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, I don't know if that will work. Obviously, Alex Lauter will be Piers Brosnan. Yeah, obviously. Yeah, obviously. Um, <laughs> what was I saying? Yeah, Todd. <laughs> Todd's really nice, and like he's shown to be like kind of just a simple lad, and he teaches canoeing <laughs> or something to <laughs> the kids. I think that's adorable. But the thing, there's a bit in it when obviously, okay, this is another spoiler, obviously, <laughs> but like from the first couple of episodes when obviously Alyssa and him like they like, yeah. get married and stuff, just mm. like, and he like he's like, oh, emails like, oh, I love you, and yeah. like he looks over at her so like lovingly, he's so sweet, and it just makes my heart melt. And I know, obviously, I want obviously I want her and James to be together. Of that's course. like, that's just no. I can't say anything else apart from that. Mm. Just like, I want them together, definitely. But Todd, I just think he's, like, adorable and he deserves love and happiness in his yeah. life. <laughs> he's he, so adorable. He's like the, uh, in every, like, rom-com when the when the, the nice yeah. guy gets shafted for, like, the brooding guy or whatever. Like, it was just, yeah. it was really good. Uh, I, think, I was about to say, I think she's right as well, Alyssa, because she describes him as, like, a dog. Yeah. <laughs> and I think he's very much she's like that. a lovely like, puppy. <laughs> yeah, like a lovely puppy you just want to keep. Just like, oh. It was really cool. <laughs> um, so Alyssa sort of gets wrapped up in this thing. She sees that, like... Uh, uh, her being in a relationship kind of makes her mum a little happy. So then she agrees to marry Todd, which is why all the promotional materials got Alyssa Very in a nice. wedding dress. Um, but then obviously James, as we know, sort of turns up and throws a spanner in the whole works. Um, but I think Alyssa's story is really great. And I don't think the real good meaty stuff comes along until episodes like six to eight. Oh, okay. And it's so good, Hayley. I like, I'm, it's oh, it's just okay. really I good. Okay, well, I will talk to you about this. Yeah, yeah, like, I'm not going to spoil anything. but sh And it's a really great mix between the writing is amazing and uh, Jessica Barden's really, really good in it. And the whole end 
sort of crescendo of the season is just wonderful mm-hmm. and it, i really really enjoyed it and i would on i rarely think like second seasons are good or like as good as the first season and i would honestly i think this is my preferred season now what you prefer this to yeah. season one yeah <gasps> i do it was just okay. I don't know if that's because I've got like the first season under my belt. Like you couldn't obviously watch season two without season one, but you can see how much everyone's changed from season one, and it just is so good, and I love it. I really love it. Like we're oh. thinking about like binging it again over the weekend, like <gasps> both seasons back to back because we're sad. We have nothing else to do. Why not? Um, <laughs> yeah, no, I think that I do. I love the series so much. I think that I'm obviously I'm only halfway through, sure. so you're making me very excited to see the it's final really good, four man. episodes of this. But I don't think I don't want to finish it in a way because I don't want it I to know. end. I know that's why we kind of want to watch it again because we're like, oh yeah, god, I like, get why? Yeah, like, it's I over now. Well. <laughs> I waited two years. I finished it in one night. <laughs> I can't believe you did that. It's ridiculous. <laughs> Who does that? I've only done four. Exactly. <laughs> it's only like a couple of days ago, by the way, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so there's this thing in episode seven, which I we can't talk about because you haven't seen it, and I'm not going to spoil it because it is the highlight of the series, but when you get there, you'll know. Okay. Episode seven, something happens, and it is so unbelievably good, and I can't even... I can't even talk about it. I, I shouldn't have brought oh this my, up. Oh, my God. I'm I can't sorry. even talk I about know, it. I know you can't, but I'm really excited just for, for that episode. Now. What, episode seven? Episode seven. Episode seven. So okay. it's like penultimate, penultimate episode, and it's... The only reason I'm bringing it up is because it's literally the first time in, I would say, like, years that I've stood up and screamed at the telly. No. It, like, both my wife and I were just, like, in a, an emotion. I can't even tell you which emotion. I can't. But, yeah, don't <laughs> no. tell me what emotion. No, it's just, it was just unbelievable. Um, I'm just trying to think what it could be now. Yeah, it was it was really good. And okay. you'll when you get there, you'll know, I guess. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> well, I'll be like, Callum, <laughs> look, I got there. <laughs> yeah, honestly, I think when more people get there, the internet is slowly going to melt down. Yeah, a bit because I think it's, I've only seen, because I went on Reddit earlier just to look at, like, how, what people were talking about yeah. and everything. And pretty much everything was, like, labelled spoiler, spoiler, mm-hmm. spoiler, 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 to do with, like, the end of the, uh, like, the other half of the season. Yeah. So I'm assuming it's got something to do with that. I didn't click on it because I didn't want to ruin it for myself. But um, I will probably be finishing it in the next it's couple of days or so. So I'll let you know. Yeah, do. Please do. <laughs> it's will. really interesting and good. Um, but that's kind of the thing I love about this. Like, not loads happens, you know? Like, I know you could easily boil it down to... Well, they do in the recap in the beginning of the, the, of the second season. They boil it down to they ran away, they killed someone, they ran away again, he got shot at the end. Like, you can boil it down to these, like, big plot points. But it's mostly about these weird little scenes with them in the car, like, struggling to talk to each other. Um, it's, it's the little moments rather than the big things that happen. I think the big moments are great when they do them, but I think what makes it so popular and what makes it so watchable is the little tiny moments that happen between James and Alyssa and now Bonnie, mm. who I think is just fascinating to watch. Yeah. I think she's such an interesting character. And I think I've also kind of fell in love with Gus a little bit from the yeah. motel. Okay, I know I he, was only in, he was only in it for a little bit. Yeah. But from what, well, from where I am at the minute, he's only in for a little bit. But I think he, he's really sweet as well. So I think, like, I don't know. Him yeah. and Todd could be friends. He was like front <laughs> billing on some of the, like the promos. Yeah, I, I kept seeing like, pictures of him. And yeah. I didn't get why, but obviously I haven't seen all the way through, yeah. so I don't know if he's going to be a major part in it. But he was adorable. And so. that's another. I'm just like ducking and diving over all sorts of things at the moment. But that's another thing about these gosh darn show. Um, that <laughs> like all of the minor characters are so memorable. Like there's a guy later on in a pharmacy who is honestly the most bit part ever, but he's so memorable and he's great. And every place. Uh, Every sort of location the the duo like venture to, 
everyone's really great and memorable and you'll always go to your mate like oh i really love that scene with you know the pharmacist or i really love gus yeah. from the motel like I really think good all stuff all the characters in a weird way could be leading characters in their own mm. right i think you can always have like little mini spin-off series yeah. talking about all these other things and all these other people they've like all been thought about for like at least more than five minutes oh yeah which definitely is they're not just like added in characters yeah. which i've really enjoyed is the fact that I think the right. I think she's sort of like she sat down and she's kind of gone, okay. Well, I think this character, and then she's actually thought of a backstory mm. for them. It feels like they've got like a long history which we don't see. Yeah. But then you can feel it in the writing, definitely. Mm. Um, it's sort of like to me, like to me, it's sort of the inverse of Riverdale. Whereas Riverdale's yeah. like grand and uh, just illustrious, and there's just a million characters and none of them yeah. do anything. And <laughs> this is like you know what? That's such an amazing way to describe it. Just like obviously we're massive Riverdale fans here, of course. Yeah. But um. Yeah, it's like the complete opposite. Yeah, instead like, of instead I of like twenty two. Yeah, I've got. Oh yeah, absolutely yeah. for different reasons. Yeah, different reasons completely. <laughs> <laughs> but instead of twenty two episodes at like forty five minutes each, this is like eight episodes flat, thirty minutes each, if that. Um, every character has really got a meaning to it, him or her, and yeah, it's really good. They're just love. Yeah, and like you said, obviously, like not very much happens, sort mm. of like in like end of the effing world. But then in Riverdale, it's like there's loads going on. Like every single minute, it's boom, boom, boom. There's always stuff happening, and also I think. Okay, maybe I prefer the characters. Of, is it, I'm not sure if it's controversial, but I prefer the characters, obviously, of like End of the Effing World, even yeah. though it's a shorter series and Riverdale's obviously got a massive following. But I do, obviously, I think they're really well written in End of the Effing Absolutely. World. But I don't know. I think it's just because Riverdale... I forgot what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> they're both very they're different both, and very yeah, good. Yeah, they're, just... both very, they're both different. And I think, yeah, like you said, I, I think it's like they're the complete opposites. Mm. Which yep. I love. I feel like if you spliced each episode with each other, like you watched a Riverdale <laughs> and then an end of the effing world, like you'd just get whiplash. I know. Um, I think you'd just get like a, a perfect life balance. <laughs> <laughs> just like, oh, I'm really excited. Oh. <laughs> um, one thing I didn't write down, which I'm going to allude to. Allude to? I'm going to talk about it. Um, <laughs> so when we were at the Q&A, Charlie Koval said that um, definitively there would not be a season three. And like, yeah. this is it. Um, obviously, I know what happens. But... Um, what do you think about that? Because that's kind of what everyone said after the first season. Um, this yeah. has come to an end. The graphic novels come to that end. So therefore, that's where the story ends. Yeah. Um, I didn't think there. W- yeah, like everyone else, I didn't think there was going to be a second season. I thought end of like series one. Okay, done. That mm. was it, sort of thing. And then, yeah, I was worried about how the second season coming out because I didn't want to ruin it. Mm. But then, obviously, it's been amazing and it's been in like I think, like you said, I think it potentially could be better than the first one. So I get why she doesn't want to... I Obviously, I haven't seen the ending of season two, but I get why she doesn't want to do a third season. I think, like she said, it's sometimes better to just leave it at that. Like, it, so I think sometimes problems with shows is that like, because it's got that popularity and loads of like people are watching it all the time, they think, oh, we've got to make another series, and they feel that pressure. Well, I think she's been really smart about it and thinking... I'd rather do quality over quantity and actually produce a show that's really good. And rather than extending it and ruining the show's memory, she'd rather just be like, okay, well, there's only two seasons, but they're bloody brilliant. Mm -hmm. I think I was talking about it with my dad the other day. And I think there was only like two, two, three seasons of like, for instance, like 40 towers. Sure. There was only like, there's not that many shows of that, but it's really memorable and people love it. But I think if that was extended, then I think people thought, Oh, that's a bit rubbish. So I think, I think she's sort of, thought about that a lot mm-hmm. and I, I think i kind of respect her for it absolutely um yeah i totally agree with you and you can see why the decisions that charlie has made at the end of the series are you can see why she's made them do you know what i mean like do you did you like the <coughs> ending yeah don't, loved, don't tell me loved it yeah yeah do you feel like it felt like an like an ending like it's been it felt like how end of the effing world would do an ending Ooh, if, that, okay. if you know what i mean <laughs> 
Yeah, I, 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 I feel like. Okay, I'm not going to say much more than this, but I feel like on paper you'd be kind of like, well, that's not really an ending. But then in practice, because it's this show and it's this style and it's these characters and these actors, it's like, oh no, that's perfect for that. It makes you sense. You know what I mean? Yeah. So as always here on Netflix, we like to. Uh, what's the word? Recommend. There it is. Yeah. As always <laughs> here on Netflix, we like to recommend the other shows that you should be watching uh, after you've binged Ended the Effing World season one and season two when it comes out on Netflix e- next year. Um, and. Each of us and our overlord Helen has uh, given a recommendation this week. So, Haley, do you want to start off? Um, after watching the end of the Effing World, I think you should then potentially go on to Bates Motel. Mm. It's not a new series. I think it was released. I think ugh, quite a few years ago now. But it's about uh, it's the backstory of Norman Bates. So, if you've watched Psycho, Alfred Hitchcock's famous film, you know with the shower and the murdering mm-hmm. and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, if you've watched the film, then I think you'd be really interested in this. I think obviously James. Like, he's not a psycho, <laughs> as yeah. we later found out in uh, the first series. But I think it's that it's the same sort of vibe. And I think it's quite interesting. And I think it's, if you like murder mysteries, and I think if you like the sort of like, oh, making of a murderer type shows, mm-hmm. I think this is the perfect show to watch. Because I think it shows exactly sort of like his backstory and how he gets to be where he is in the film. Sure. So I think that would probably be the best thing and to watch next. Um, Norman Bates is played by Freddie Highmore, right? Who is now in The Good Doctor. Yes, of and course. I love him in The Good yeah, Doctor. He's brilliant. I've never watched um, Bates and Mattel, so I need to do that. I think you'd like it. Is it? I feel like it's like a lot of seasons, or is it just it's a few five. seasons? Okay. So it's it's a few. But it's it's not too much, and I think they're not on for that long either. Right. So I definitely recommend cool. watching it. It's great. Um, I'm going to recommend you, not you, <gasps> Haley, but you, the show. I love you. Right. I know. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> of course. Um, again, going on with this sort of uh, teenage uh, psychopathic fantasy show, um, you follows a young man. His name is Joe. Joe thank Very you. good. Thank you. Sorry, mind blank. <laughs> I forgot it as well. <laughs> you follows Joe, and he's obsessed with a, a girl that he meets, and it kind of dives into his. It dives into his day to day of sort of stalking this girl, like in a way manipulating her, and then he he, you know his threshold of what he would do for her breaks very quickly uh, in a lot of ways. And it's really good. And you find yourself really rooting for this absolutely horrible person. (laughs) Um, We ended up, I ended up watching it with my wife back when it came out and she loved him. She loved him so much. I get why. I think right. loads of women, I saw online, loads of women were talking about why they loved him, saying like, oh, he's such a lovely character, he's so nice. And he's thing is, killed everyone. I know, okay, but I, okay, unashamedly, I fell into this trap as well for a little bit. Of course. Because I was like, oh, because no, at one point, I don't want to spoil it, but mm. then when, oh, when they're sort of like him and the girl is yep. all talking and stuff, and I'm like, oh, that's so romantic and that's so sweet. And I was happy at certain points and I was kind of like... No, I had to stop myself. Think, no, actually, um, he's really creepy. Yep. You should not be like rooting for him at all. So I think it's easy to fall into that trap with this character, which I think is so interesting that how you can play both parts, like as in the, the romantic hero mm-hmm. as well as the creepy stalker that you want to yeah. run away from. It's, it's again with that monologue thing, like in a yes. end of the effing world, uh, you get sort of his true intentions or whatever he wants in in that really monotone um, thing that he goes through in, in every episode. And it's just, it's really good. It's really yeah. Smart. And it's like a, an American Psycho, which I think is also on Netflix. Uh, Netflix. So there's a bonus one for you. Um, yeah, this good looking, charming, uh, regular, everyday, average Joe, if you will, uh, is a is a crazy man. That was a good pun. Thank you. I really appreciate that. <laughs> no one ever appreciates my puns around <laughs> here. You can come again. And our overlord Helen has requested Shameless, which is the, again, channel for um, sort of comedy, uh, dark comedy, comedy. Um, 
dysfunctional family show uh, about, she says, people and their mundane lives, which becomes mad exciting. Ooh. I've never watched Shameless. I haven't seen it, actually, but I've heard it's amazing, so it, I might have to watch that. It time. must have been popular because it's one of those shows that then got remade in America. Yeah, right? and people talk about it all the yeah. time. Whenever people like talk about like, any, any, like Channel 4 shows, they're like, oh, you got to watch Shameless. It's always Shameless. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Those are recommendations. Bates Motel, you... And Shameless and American Psycho, if you fancy a movie. So next week, every week, we are back. And uh, next week's the big one. It's The Crown. Are you a fan of The Crown? I love The Crown. The Crown it's season. Amazing. The Crown season three is back. And uh, I believe one of our reporters might have all of the episodes or some of them. Anyway, about, <laughs> <laughs> next week we're talking about it because it's coming back on the 17th. And I believe that's maybe next Sunday. Not Sunday. this Sunday, next Sunday. Uh, so we're going to have an episode ready for you to binge uh, before you binge the show. Cannot wait. So that's very exciting. And as always, thank you for listening. Listen to Netflix next week and we will be talking about The Crown Season 3 for its release on the 17th of November. Uh, thanks for listening. And as always, uh, give us a like and a follow on at Netflix pod on Twitter. Um, subscribe, comment, rate, tell your friends. Haley, tell I'll, all your friends. I'll tell everyone. I'll Great. shout that as soon as I leave. Um, and next week it'll be Helen Daly once again, and her maybe will be in it, but it'll be a troop of we'll crown fans. <laughs> <laughs> we'll let you know. Thanks for listening. <laughs>